host, Pam Stack. We're proud to be part of the Office on the Air Global Radio Network. My guest today is Kristen Rockaway, who has her second book releasing at the end of this month on July 30th called How to Hack a Heartbreak. I had the opportunity to read the the advanced reader copy uh, about a month ago and absolutely fell in love with this book. So um, let me tell you a little bit about Kristen though. She is a recovering um, corporate software engineer. So after working in iTech and uh, IT for a long, long time, she traded out New York city where she was born and went to California where she could put her toes in the sand. I don't blame you there. Um, <laughs> the, the idea of being a left and right brain person is very confusing to me because, you know, I'm not. Uh, but welcome to Authors on the Air, Kristen. How are you today? Thank you. I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. Um, I'm thrilled that you're here because your publicist sent me this book quite a while ago. And um, and I when I read it, I thought, you know... I don't know. Am I going to really, am I going to do this? And it, and it just cracked me up from page one that she's working in this startup incubator, which I had no idea what these were until a couple of years ago um, called hatch. And her, she's kind of the, the executive there or the girl Friday or the administrator, whatever it is she's doing. Um, but, and the people who work there in their little pods are called hatchlings which is so cute. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> that this is something you picked up in, in your IT world. So, um, <laughs> and they're apparently just a bunch of jerks, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Everyone she works with. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and I love that. Um, <laughs> I love that she has bad dates because she goes on a dating app called Flutter. And um, I just can't imagine that. Uh, I have a lot of friends who've gone on dating apps and who've, who've ended up getting married, but um, I wouldn't say the majority of them did. It's not something I'd like <laughs> to attempt. Tell us the rest of the story in a nutshell. Uh, well, yeah, without giving too much away. So she gets just sort of, you know, she gets really har- harassed on this flutter site. Um, right. And that kind of reflects a lot of what of real life too. Like I have friends. I'm I'm married. I've been married for 14 years. I actually met my husband on the internet, not on a dating app, but like on a Match.com sort of site, right? So uh-huh. I've like witnessed. I've I've like seen what these dating apps are like with my friends and my sister and stuff. So she, you know, she gets kind of harassed. She gets flaked out. We have these endless go nowhere text conversations, and then like she gets a lot of dick pics. Um, right. So after you know, after finally she gets like stood up at, on a date, and there's she's like in front of a guy that she really likes, like a, a, a coworker. She gets stood up, and then she goes home, and then she gets a dick pic, and she's like, you know what? I'm I'm done with this. I'm I'm gonna create an an app of my own called Jerk Alert, and it's this anonymous website <laughs> that allows jilted women all over the city to like rate their experiences with the men they meet online. It's like Yelp for dating. Um, and she thinks, you know, you know, she kind of does it in in the moment, just being like really frustrated, not expecting it to go anywhere. It was kind of like a joke for her friends, but then um, it unexpectedly goes viral, like many things do these days. And then she winds up in over her head. Yeah, um, she's unbeknownst, I think, to these people at Hatch. She does know her way around 
coding and creating apps and all. Is that a very mm-hmm. difficult thing to do from your experience in IT? Uh, I mean, look, this is, I was actually a computer science major and I worked mm-hmm. in IT for 15 years as a software developer. So for wow. me, I mean, I, I don't think that it's, you know, I think that it, it gets this reputation as being like, oh, it's so like elite and difficult to do. But like, if you're properly, if you're trained and you kind of have like a mathy, a math, not even like super, super hard math, just like logic and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, like, it isn't, it isn't that hard, especially nowadays. There's all these like libraries that make it kind of easier for you. Um, right. And there's lots of like visual. It's, a, it's a, there's a lot, a lot of like visual stuff as well. Um, so, you know, I'm not going to say, like, oh, yeah, it's, like, super hard because I did it. And and I actually see a lot of, like, you know, it's funny you were talking about the left brain versus right brain before. There right. are actually a lot of similarities I find between coding and writing. You know, you're, you're, you have this, you're working within a framework, right, especially, like, you know, writing, like, a, a romance novel or any kind of genre fiction. You're working within a framework, an expectation, and you know what the end result's going to be, but you have all these different kind of creative ways to get there, and you're trying to find the best way, the most elegant way to get there. Wow. You know, I never thought of it like that, but I can, <laughs> I can see that if you're coding something, you really – you really just have it laid out in front of you. You don't need to put uh, extraneous information into your coding, correct? Well, well, yeah. I mean, you have you have your 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 program. You work within a programming language, you know. So right. there are parameters that you're working within, you know. And yes, there's a lot of training involved. Um, sure. So you do have to practice and learn. But truly, I you know it's it's it's. It, you could, you could. It's impressive that she's able to do what she does. Don't get me wrong, but um, right. But you know, it's 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 accessible. It's accessible is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, have you always been a big reader, a fiction reader, or were you a more of a, um, a bookish girl who who read a lot of math and science and nonfiction? Oh, I was always a fiction reader. I loved reading fiction, like from when I was little you know um charlotte's love was like my one of my favorite books when i was a kid um but then i just kind of you know i was also into math in school i wasn't really like a one or the other it wasn't this binary thing like i I was on literary magazine in high school but i was also on the math team um and then when i got to college i just kind of figured well writing really isn't going to make me a lot of money and i am drowning in student loans and i kind of want to you know i don't i don't I want some money so um so I just I decided well I'll go with computer science because I feel like I can actually make a career out of that and it wound up being a good choice um but then after a while I just got tired of it and I missed I always really wanted to be a writer deep down and I really missed it so um about four years ago I was like well I'll just take six months off and you know I started this novel and just finish it off and then I just wound up never going back (laughs) Wow, that's really something. <laughs> you also, um, I was just reading that you have another book, um, your first book, A Woman's Guide to Traveling. Is that right? The Wild Woman's Guide. The Wild Woman's Guide, the Wild to, Woman's traveling Guide to Traveling the World. Uh, and it's yeah. only two ninety nine on Kindle, so I just bought it. <laughs> oh, yay! <laughs> oh, I'll have to let everybody know it's on sale. Thanks for it. <laughs> yeah, but it's got great reviews. And so I was thinking, well, you know. This is fantastic. I, I love it. I love the fact that your book is doing well and you have great customer reviews. And um, 
I don't know how to describe your writing style. Um, is it, I don't know, is it romance? Is it, you know, romantic comedy? I, I'm not really sure how to, I, and I hate categorizing things. I think that uh, yeah. we, we do that because Amazon somehow did, you know, genres and then subgenres and subgenres and subgenres. But, but mm-hmm. I remember when, when you went to the, the bookstore uh, when I was growing up a long time ago, you would go to a bookstore and you'd see fiction and then you'd see nonfiction and then you'd see self self help and cookbooks. So it was just kind of all put right. together. Yeah, was yeah. wasn't. But 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 now of course. So if someone asks you, who do you who is you know. If you like this author, you'll like my book. Who would that be? I mean, my dream, and I feel like this is sort of arrogant of me to say, but like I, 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 Sophie Kinsella. That's kind of like where oh I'm yeah. At. So it's a romance, a romance, but also like comedy. So in in it is a rom com, but I feel like that's kind of just a buzzword almost these days. Like yeah, it's a yes. rom com, but lots of different things are put under rom com. You know, publishing has these necessary categories that they have to do yes. to sell a book. Like I get it, you know. Um, but there, there's a kind of a wide range of rom-coms, right? There's like super skinny yes. ones, and then there's one, you know, ones that are a little less so. Um, mine is this one is not quite so steamy. My first one's kind of steamy. Um, but anyway, I would say it's more like a romantic women's fiction because it doesn't really follow, you know, Alice's hero. Trope. And yes, yeah, exactly. You know, without yeah. without Alice, there isn't really much of a you know the story kind of falls apart, right? But this is Mel's story. This is Melanie, it her, really is. her journey, you know, and yes, like her really girlfriend is. play a huge role in that as well. Um, it's about her career. It's about her finding herself and finding love along the way. You know, um, I also just finished a book called The Bookish Life of Nina Hill by Abby Waxman. And your, right, your book, How to Hack a Heartbreak, reminds me very much of hers in that the woman is the one who's guiding her life. She's, you know, She's um, she just takes control of her own life, and I like that a lot. Despite what is happening around her, or in spite, of, or because of what is happening around her, so I like that she's like a normal woman who I would hang out with, and she's in you know a crappy job, mm-hmm. and it is dominated by men who are not very nice to her, and. I mean, can't you say that about just about every job in the world <laughs> right now? We, you know, where women are involved, I mean, let's face it, men are not necessarily very nice to women in the workplace, especially in STEM jobs. Yeah, and I mean, that was a huge shift for me, going from a male-dominated industry of IT to this basically female-dominated romance, right? Like, I don't right. work with any men now. It's, like, all my editor, my agent, my publicist, like, everyone, they're all women, all my colleagues, right. and I love it. I absolutely love it. Right, right. It, well, romance drives the market, there's no doubt, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And it, I, I'm glad to see women writing in all genres, and there are a lot of, you know, there's a lot of controversy about uh, where they are the best writers, but I have to tell you that I have I read across genre. The only thing I don't read is horror, but um, I am finding more and more science fiction, fantasy, m- thrillers, mystery, suspense, and of course always romance written by women that I truly think is incredible, remarkable. Mm-hmm. 
you know, so I'm, I'm glad to see that happening um, throughout the industry. Now, you said you finished this book a while ago. It goes on sale mm-hmm. July 30th. Do you, have you started your next book? Have you finished your next uh, book? Yeah, <laughs> so it's currently in edit. It, yeah, right? It's currently in edit, so it's not done yet. But um, And I don't have a title yet. Um, but it's in the same kind of, you know, vein as this romantic women's fiction, right? Centers around uh-huh. women. And she's this floundering college dropout um, who she's, she actually door dashes for a living um, and her car breaks down and she doesn't oh, know, you know, then she's like, Oh, I don't know what to do next. And she's like, you know, she's, she, she's drowning in student loans as well, for, but she doesn't even have a degree to back it up because she dropped out. Right. And then she winds up, um, get her, her older sister winds up uh, kind of turning her on to this lifestyle guru, like a self-help kind of goop wannabe you know, yeah. person, you know, you have all these self-help books out now. It's like super right. popular. So she, and I'm a self-help junkie myself. So she kind of, she gets pulled into this, except it, and it's just, she's like very Instagram heavy. So she winds up falling into an Instagram influencing job. Like not, like wow. she didn't, it was totally accidental. Um, wow. Yeah. So that's, that's where it is now, but it's an edit. So I don't have my official blurb yet or my official title. <laughs> you, it sounds like you're taking, um, you know, kind of real-world issues that the average woman faces, and mm-hmm. you're turning them into these wonderful little stories, um, which I adore. I think that's great. I like I I like reading about someone who's not a, a, a millionaire, or a billionaire, or a socialite, or you know, or so 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 down 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 that you think oh there can never be an HEA for this you know <laughs> uh but I, I have to ask do you have all these little ideas floating around in your head Kristen yes constantly and it's a struggle to like keep them all straight and then like you know that I'm like well I'll say I, I have like a an ongoing like list of like book ideas I think I call it the plot my plot bunny list because you know they hop a hop around and distract right. you. So every time I get an idea, I add it to the list. But then, you know, I think, oh, I'll save it for another book. But then I wind up sometimes incorporating those ideas into the book I'm currently working on. You know, like I kind of oh, wanted to write a book about a, a self-help guru, and I wanted to write a book about, like, this sort of floundering Instagram influencer. But then I wound up just combining them into one book, and it kind of worked. Because oh, that's cute. Similar. Now, yeah. now, are you a, um, a people watcher and um, – people over here do you listen in on conversations when you're out and about do you watch uh, people yeah I definitely watch people I mean that's kind of how I it got into a habit because that's how like I started like early when I was a little bit younger taking like creative writing classes you know they had one of these practice things where you had to like sit on a park bench and look around you and make up a story about the person that walks by and I still kind of do that in my head you know you do scenario right yeah yeah exactly like oh where's that person going to and why are they holding that bag and you know all sorts of things like what's in the bag yeah yeah (laughs) how fun is that now um you're going on book tour uh you've done already a podcast you're here with me today um we're we're uh 27 days away from release i think the official release correct yeah Countdown's on to the 30th. Do you have a book tour set up? Are you are you going to places in California and then going anyplace else? 
Yeah, so I'm just doing a little East Coast, West Coast tour. So um, yeah. like I was telling you earlier, I'm going to be in um, New York City for RWA, the RWA right. conference at the end of the month. Um, and so I'm right. just kind of extending my trip there because it's around my, my release date. So I'm doing uh, my first event I'm really excited about is a panel in Bryant Park with a, um, a, a bunch of other really accomplished romance authors. I'm super excited to be there. Sharice Hodges and um, Tracy Livesay, Jesse Mahalik. Uh, Abby Jimenez and Sabina oh, Abby's Jeffrey's got a new book out there. too, doesn't she? Doesn't yeah, Abby have yeah, a new, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, oh, so how fun! That. Yeah, and then I'm doing my book release at um, Books Are Magic in Brooklyn, which I'm super excited about because it, that bookstore is located in the same neighborhood. First of all, I actually lived in that neighborhood. I lived three blocks away from Books Are Magic when I lived in Brooklyn, and um, it's where where How to Hug a Heartbreak takes place. Melanie lives in that neighborhood too. So, um, and then cool. when I come back to, yeah, and then when I come back to California, I'm doing local stuff in San Diego, Orange County, and I'm appearing at the Riff Bodice in LA with my friend Robin Lee. Oh my God. That's, that's going to be a fun one because they are so good. Yeah. They are so yeah. good. I, I have never seen a group that promotes women writers any better than them. Yeah. They're amazing. Very fun. So, um, you know, you can't spend all day uh, writing. I mean, I'm sure you spend a good part of it. What else do you like to do? Um, well, I have a, you know, I have a family, my husband and my son. And my mm-hmm. son is six years old, so I spend a lot of time momming. Um, and we spend a lot of time together. <laughs> I'm also, like, I have a dog who I'm super obsessed with. Um, <laughs> you know, I... <laughs> That's funny. What kind of a dog do you have? <laughs> Uh, he is, okay, I got him DNA tested. He's a rescue. So he is uh, a quarter chihuahua. He is 37.5% miniature poodle. And the rest is just like random ter- terrier. So he looks like a little like Jack Russell slash poodle oh. slash chihuahua mix. And he's, he's actually football. missing half his, lo- <laughs> yeah, he's, he is. Oh my God, he's so cute. And he's missing half his lower jaw. So his tongue is always hanging out. He's just, Aww. I love him. He's the best. Oh, oh, please. You know, I'm, I'm a bad meme. I'm surrounded by five cats and uh, (laughs) on a television, have with my girlfriends or third wheel couple goes to dinner or something, (laughs) but I have books, so it's all good. Yeah. You know, all you need. Uh, Yeah. So I'm so glad that you came on the show today. I've just really enjoyed talking to you, Kristen. Um, I wish you all the success with your book and your, I hope you have a great time on your tour. It sounds like you're going to the best places. And, um, when do you expect the next book to release? Uh, right now it's next summer. I don't have a date, but hopefully, you know, a year after, hopefully a year from now, I'll be back here for a minute. (laughs) What, um, I, I would love for you to come back on the show again. Um, what you be writing another book until this one? I mean, how fast are you writing? Are you always a year ahead of time? Because you said you're just finishing edits on the new book, on book number three, but this one's not even released yet. Yeah, so the way publishing works, it's just like, at least, you know, with the the, the kind of publishing I do, traditional publishing, it's like, you know, it's a very long lead time. So you turn it, you know, you're working on it a year ahead of time. And I'm also just not a fast writer, so I need Uh, a whole year. You know, I'm not, well, that's I okay. wish I were more prolific, but you know, 
Well, you know, you're you're writing really good stories. Sometimes, you know, prolific is wonderful, but you got to be you've got to write a good story. And if that's how long it takes you, that's how long it takes you, right? Yep, yep, that's true. Anyone you want to give a shout out to? Uh, no, um, I mean, you know, all my girlfriends that help support me through this book, and my husband and my son. I love you, Andrew. Tell us where we can find you on social media and the internet, please. Um, my website is kristinrockaway.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-I-N. And then uh, um, my handle for Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter is Kristen Rockaway. And I'm mostly on Instagram. You'll see me on Instagram. I don't spend too much time on social media, but if I'm, if I'm there, I'm on Instagram. All right. Fantastic. Instagram and Facebook are not showing images today. It's a worldwide problem. I know. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you know. Good old butt book. My my favorite place to go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I thank you again, Kristen Rockaway. The book is called How to Hack a Heartbreak. You can find it on pre order in Amazon and other places for, if you like ebooks. And you can also find it in brick and mortar stores. Please go support authors and make sure you leave a review. Kristen, thanks for being with me. And thank you, listeners. I really appreciate your time, and I hope you have a good day. Thank you, Mom and Dad. Bye-bye.